Johnny Tilks, just letting you know that this is the episode I recorded with Don live last week. We did a live stream on my Twitch all about Bill the Pony, which you are about to hear. It was a total blast. So thank you to everyone who came out to watch and hang. If you want to watch the full live show as we streamed it, you can go to twitch.tv slash right now. And if it's not posted there, you can try the YouTube channel for the podcast, which is linked in the episode description. Now, the first thing you might notice is that the audio quality here isn't up to the usual standard. That's because I took it from our Zoom recording, so my computer didn't have to do more than I usually ask of it. And there are a few parts where audio cuts in and out because Zoom will automatically cut out loud noises. And we both did a lot of loud laughing and otherwise raucous noises. And second... Because it was a video live stream, I made a PowerPoint. And so you'll hear us reference that several times as well as the chat or other visual elements. But again, you can watch the whole stream, video included, by following the links below. There is quite a bit more content on the live stream than I included here. So enjoy. Hello and welcome to That's What I'm Talking About, Drunk Middle Earth History, in which I tried ending this podcast six months ago and then some strikes happened, which means that I couldn't have done my Star Wars podcast. So I started this new series called Drunk Middle Earth History, where I came back to the world of Tolkien, but then the strikes resolved very successfully and we're very proud of that. So I'm actually going to end this series. This is the last episode. Aw, but that means I can launch my next podcast, Skywalk Before You Run, coming out January 9th. And joining me today for this grand finale to talk about Bill the Pony is... Don the Marshall. Oh, thank you so much. That's a heck of an introduction. T- t- uh, uh, TikTok's obscure Lord of the Rings facts guy. Did hey, I get it right that time? <laughs> I yes, you did. You did. And we're already a little tipsy. So, or I am at least. I don't. Oh, I am it. too. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. It's uh the Thursday. It's not the Thursday before Christmas. That's next week. Um, That's uh, you know what? Tis the season to be jolly, everyone. Time has lost all meaning since the pandemic started. On. Honestly, you could have told me it was already 2024. I probably would have believed you. Is it not? Is it not 2024? I don't know. <laughs> I I, I don't know. Oh my god. Here here's how bad it is. I legitimately wasn't sure if you were being serious. I was so worried that I was wrong. See, here's the thing: is it doesn't feel to me. It doesn't feel like the Christmas season. It doesn't feel like winter. It doesn't feel like December. Um, no, for, for whatever no. reason, at least for me. My brain is simultaneously like, we're, it's not the end of the year, so then we must be in the next year already. I don't, I don't know. Yes. That, That's how time is that working feels, for me currently. That feels like the correct description. This is so fancy. Let's say I, I started getting inspired by um, George Lucas with all the side swipes and, and, and whatnot. Oh, no. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Actually, Let's... no, I don't think there are many. Google Slides has a severe lack of transition options that PowerPoint presentation uh, offered. Um, I don't know about you, Don, but I think I made my first PowerPoint like for a class assignment in the sixth grade. And like the instructions were like, there have to be at least three transitions and three animate because they like want you to like play with yes. it and learn what it yes. is. And like, I went wild. I went ham. <laughs> 15 different transitions on a single star. One letter is way bigger than all of the others to look like those old calligraphy books. Yes, the whole nine yards. I was there too. <clears throat> Thank you all for coming to uh, Drunk Middle Earth History 101. I am your professor. 
I wish I had, I wish I was in a physical classroom because I would use the hell out of a laser pointer right now. <laughs> um, today's topic, none other than William Bill, the pony. <laughs> now, um, <clears throat> fun fact, this is actually a piece of art that I commissioned for a charity thing like a year ago. And I forgot I did that. Um, it is by this wonderful artist, Sydney Dean. Um, I follow I followed her on Instagram for years. I love her style of art. It's so creative and fun. And sometime last year, or maybe even the year before, she and some other artists were doing like a charity live stream. And I requested Bill the Pony. <laughs> that is amazing. That's I love I love that. My plan one day is to print this out and like hang it at an office, but I don't have an office. It's just it, it, a living room. I love room. this so much. Are you are you familiar with Meg's Mashables by any chance? No, what is that? Or who is that? Very very talented artist. Meg draws uh, uh, mashups of two animals, like a corgi shark is a cork. And we we met at a con several months ago, and uh, we, this woman is so fast and so talented. My wife in the group chat was like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be funny if, and it was just like a random combination of two animals. And like five minutes later, Meg has this very beautiful rough sketch of whatever animals she was talking about. It was like a giraffe in a top hat or something with something fancy with another animal. But like, I am in awe of these artists and their talent to just be able to like, yep, cool. Yeah. Just very quickly doing that shading cartoonish style. It's beautiful. Yeah. I wish I could draw a straight line <laughs> and people who have artistic abilities like this are so talented and I am so jealous of them. Same. hundred percent same. Our dear friend, Billiam, the pony was born in a little town called Bree. It's right there. Um, it, it, in the Shire or on the outskirts of the Shire? How would you classify Bree? Technically, Bree is on the outskirts of the Shire in that weird in-between land that isn't the wild and isn't the Shire. Mm -hmm. it, it's like that last city on your on like a highway and then it's like mm -hmm. next or, or maybe even like rest stop and it's like next rest stop 66 miles. And like, this is Brie. It's the last rest yeah, stop. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. We don't know much about his parentage, um, his, his family tree. The text does not tell us that. So knowing what we know about Bill the Pony, we have to draw our own conclusions about where this beautiful, magnificent pony potentially came from. So the logical conclusion is that his mother is Twilight Sparkle and his father is none other than Lil Sebastian. Oh my God. <laughs> this is amazing. And they fell in love and had this wonderful, magnificent pony, not, not named Bill yet, which we will get into. Okay. Um, now, sadly, you know, uh, little Sebastian had to go do his good his good work in the community of Pawnee, Indiana, and uh, Twilight Sparkle had to go save friendship in the land of Equestria. Um, so that sadly that left our dear little Bill an orphan. Is the land of my little pony actually called Equestria? Yes, it is. I did have to look that up. <laughs> That's 
so on the nose that it goes back around to being hilarious. Carry on. There we go. Um, Yeah, I did have to to look that up. Um, I I didn't know that off the top of my head. Neither did I. (laughs) So, yes, he was left alone uh, in the town of Bree, as we have now established on the outskirts of the Shire. Um, that last rest stop for 66 miles. Um, so his birth name, we actually don't know because uh, a character is who gives him the name Bill. So we don't know what his given name is. Oh my God. This is okay. So just, just to clarify, because again, we didn't really talk about what this was going to be beforehand. Yeah. I literally, you- by the way, yeah. Watchers, viewers, that's what it's called. Um, I, I like, I came up with this idea like a week ago, a week and a half ago. I knew that Don did like streaming stuff and I, and so like he would be familiar and comfortable with this. And so I texted him and was like, any chance you're available this night? And he was like, yes. And I was like, I have some vague ideas. I'll get back to you. And then like maybe two days ago, I texted him and was like, okay, here's the plan. If you, you know, it's okay. If you don't have time, whatever, just show up and, and be a witness. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting me. I, I am also, I need to say I'm so impressed by the fact that you have somehow managed to make everything you say either fit within the canon or be so outlandish that I know you're joking so that the lines are kind of blurred. I, I mean, I don't know what you're referring to. I, I am absolutely serious with this. Point me <laughs> to the piece of text that proves this wrong. Exactly. Exactly. There's no way to prove it's right. Therefore, <laughs> it can only... So yes, we don't know what his birth name is. What What's the next bullet point? Oh, there we go. Okay, great. Um, His hometown is Bree, as we have established. And his favorite bar, again, we can assume is the Prancing Pony. If you are a pony, why would you not go to the Prancing Pony? You know? And, and also, there is text to support well, that... On. What? Well, go ahead. Hang on. Hang on. Before we get to the text support, Bill the Pony going to the bar, the Prancing Pony, feels a little on the nose, but only because, and maybe I'm anthropomorphizing him too much, that would be the equivalent of me going to a bar that is called Nervous White Guy. But wouldn't you feel at home there? Oh, man. See, at first I found it insulting, but... Now I think I might need to open up a bar. <laughs> Sorry, you had textual support to confirm that Bill, in fact, yes, does go. Which is that Barlman Butterbur. Butterman? But I, but there's too many Barleyman. B's in his name. The, um, if you think that's crazy, wait till I tell you about all of the elves with the word Finn in their name. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware. That'll be for our next live stream, I think. Ooh. Actually, no. First, I think we have to do... Spelling be first and then like family, like history. We'll do, are you smart? Are you smarter than a Tolkien talker? And I'll be, oh, Steve, no, Steve Harvey didn't host, are you smarter than a fifth grader? That Who was uh, that? Jeff Gold. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we'll do, are you Gold. smarter than a whatever? And I'll host it because I'm not smarter than any of you. And I'm aware of that. Um Hang Except on, I will on. say, I will say, I do think, I do think I have a superior range of knowledge about Bill the Pony than any other Tolkien talker out there. Bill the Pony is watching, my sweet spot. You are watching the, the Mary Clay Watt, the 
obscure Bill the Pony facts lady. Facts person, yes. Whatever you want. Gremlin? Construct. Gremlin. The goblin. Obscure Bill yeah. the Pony. You want to be goblin or gremlin? Yeah, it's I'll be goblin, I think, is, is appropriate. The obscure yeah. Bill the Pony facts gremlin. Um, let's see. Yeah, so we can assume. Also, I'm pretty sure the print, to be fair, the Prancing Pony is the only bar, I think, in Brie. So it kind of has to be your favorite. That's true. It was really crowded and it's a small town. Yeah, yeah. No, unfortunately, like we said, he is an orphan and his owner is Whoa, one Bill wait, Fernie. Wait, wait, wait. Does the purple pony in My Little Pony die? No, they, she, they, uh, I mean, they essentially, you know, abandoned their child. Oh, oh, right. You can be an orphan without your parents' deaths. Sorry. They, it, it's kind of, I, uh, it, it's kind of like, um, in Hey Arnold, how his parents, like, left him with his grandparents to go fly off to, like, Peru or something, and they just never came back. And we assume that they die, but they're kind of just on their own adventure. Did you watch Hey Arnold? Was that the Is like lost... made-for-TV? No, was that like a made-for-TV movie? It was a special it was a two-part special yeah. where it was all about like it was like a like parents' weekend, and yes. and Arnold was you know like understandably emotional and upset that his grandparents were his family and didn't have his real parents there, and so he kept asking his grandpa for uh information about his parents and like what really happened and i i'm pretty sure it was a two-part special oh my god you just brought me back like 20 years i haven't thought about it since i watched oh it. i think just... about i think about that all the time <laughs> how hey arnold's parents like she gave birth to arnold in like a volcano <laughs> like it was an erupting volcano and they were like in peru i don't know what their jobs were uh, we need to keep going because if I think about this too much, I might break. So anyway, so similarly to Arnold, um, Bill the Pony was left in Brie um, without his parents, Twilight Sparkle and Lil Sebastian. And so his owner became Bill Fernie. And because of his ownership, Bill the Pony is a brave boy. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, he is a brave, brave boy. Um, and we will get into those details in just a minute. Um, but first, we need to understand uh, who Bill Fernie is. Um, so this is technically uh, what he looks like in a random shot of the movie. This is what I was imagining while reading the book. Is, you want to know um, something funny? I didn't know that that guy was credited as Bill Fernie. Is that really? Oh, I couldn't have told you that. That's just what, you know, uh, like Tolkien dot. Wikipedia told me whatever it's called Tolkien Gateway that's it <laughs> cool yeah just a CD a CD right. guy in the background of the bar yeah he looks he looks like a Bill Love Fernie that. um so first yeah so his name is Bill Fernie he's first and foremost an asshole he is an abuser he is he is greedy he is and finally he is a fascist sympathizer Wow. Because of his <laughs> actions towards um, the end of Return of the King uh, after the hobbits leave and, and we find out what went down in the Shire. We, we went from abusive father of the high school Billy in a high school drama to fascist sympathizer. You're I mean, what wrong. else do you call what I, else do you no, call hey, a supporter listen, of Saruman? You're not wrong. I'm just saying, wow, adjectives and descriptors here, 10 out of 10. <laughs> 
<laughs> Carry on. You keep that in mind. It's only going to go down from here. Okay. So um, when do we first meet Bill? Um, it is in Fellowship of the Ring, book one, chapter 11, A Knife in the Dark. Um, he is quite literally the last pony in town because the previous night, all the black riders came into town, ransacked the village. Someone I, I never understood. It was potentially implied that Bill Fernie opened up like the this is the other thing. Apparently, all of the animals in the town are in one barn or one stable because someone opened the doors the previous night. And so the black riders come in and ransack the town and all of the animals get scared off, including the ponies that the hobbits were riding that Tom Bombadil gave them with like absolutely insane names. That was like Sonny the Bumbity Bum. And they had just have very silly names. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Sonny the Bumbity Bum. Yeah, obviously. I Yep. Well, I mean, it's it's canon now. Do you mean Fatty Lumpkin? Yeah. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> well, OK, but to be fair, to be fair, there is a person named Fatty Bulger. I so know. in my head, I was like, Fatty Lumpkin's not the name of a horse. <laughs> Fatty is short for Frediger. But I don't care. They call him Fatty. That's what his name is. <laughs> they call him Fatty Bulger. Can you imagine that being your, like, if if your name was Frediger and they're like, oh, we're going to give you a nickname, Fatty. I would be like, why not Fred? Yeah. Yeah. Freddy? No, that works. Can why I, not can Freddy? I... <laughs> They went straight for fatty. That is unhinged. It is. Can I read you? I'm on the Fatty Lumpkin Lord of the Rings fandom. Amazing. Perfect. I, the translations for the foreign language names of Bill the Pony are outstanding. And I want everybody to know about it. Yes, right please, now. please. Are you ready? Are you ready? I don't think you are. Coming I'm, I'm in, prepared. I'm fully prepared. There are six. We're going to go from six to one. Okay. Coming in at last place, Polish, where Bill the Pony is translated into pulpit. Coming in at number five, Finnish. And I apologize for my accents here. The Finnish pronunciation of Bill the Pony is moikik. That's cute. That's cute. Fourth place is French, gros niguad, G-R-O-S space N-I-G-U-A-D. There's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly, but that's okay. Number three is Italian, Grazotto Bozzolo. <laughs> Number two. How do you, but, hang on, wait. Grazotto, G-R-A-S-S-O-T-O, Grazotto, Bozzolo, B-O-Z-Z-O-L-O. -O. Oh, Bozzolo. I thought you said, bra, 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 I don't know. Like, <laughs> you ready for number two? Number two is the Dutch translation, Dixack Slumper. D-I-K-Z-A-K space slumper S-L-O-M-P-E-R and coming in at number one what's gonna beat dick sack German Dickies Plumple <laughs> Dickies Plumple D-I-C-K-E-S P-L-U-M-P-E-L it is German. This is this is outstanding news. Um. Also, you know what? Uh, only you, Don, could come in 
to the one topic that I was like, I think I am the outstanding expert in the field and come in with obscure information <laughs> that I did not know. We did this together. I did not know this information beforehand. I got it from a wiki page. And that <laughs> is collaboration in motion. What you just witnessed, folks, was art. We carry on. We carry on. This it is, is art. Tag yourselves. Which of the six are you? By the way, that needs to go on TikTok. <laughs> what? Reading all the different names? <laughs> reading the names and reacting to them. It's amazing. Sorry, you you have this lovely presentation and I... Of, cor of course. Um, I hope you've been taking notes. There will be a test at the end. Um, oh, it's worth, oh, God. It's worth 70% oh. of your final grade. There's um, a great... Oh, saying. God. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, all the ponies in the land went off. They also went to Equestria. Um, and by Equestria, they actually went back to... Uh, I think uh, the Hobbit's ponies eventually found their way back to Tom Bombadil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did. Um, and... Uh, the only pony in the land is Bill the Pony. And Strider comes in and is like, we have to leave this morning immediately. And Barlamin uh, is like, well, bad news. You don't have any way to travel um, or carry your gear. There's just this emaciated, sickly pony <laughs> owned by Bill Fernie. Um, oh, wait, actually, hang on. I do want to go back to... Um, uh, we, got one more, we got one more thing. I got to go back to this point about Bill being a brave boy. You hammered that one home. Because he is the only pony that didn't run off when the Black Riders came to town. Good in a crisis. That's an ADHD mm -hmm. staple as a brave My boy. My guess is that he had no idea what was happening. <laughs> oh, we took the two very but opposite it, That ends. is his. That is his strength, you know? Oh, God. So, um, yeah, they're like, this is the only pony. And the man who owns him, Bill Fernie, is a jerk. And he knows that you guys need a pony. And he knows that this is the only pony in town. So due to supply and demand, Bill is sold for 12 cents, which is three times his value. And that's not me putting that in all, in all honesty. I think this was a steal. This was a steal for the pony that they got. <laughs> But the text says this was three times his value. Yeah. So we uh, meet Bill the Pony finally. And this is our uh, our first description of Bill the Pony. It proved to be a bony, underfed, and dispirited animal. But it did not look like dying just yet. And that is our first description of Bill the Pony. So he's not doing so good. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry to do this. Someone in the chat is a dear friend of mine named Whitney. And Whitney has only very recently watched the regular theatrical editions of the Lord of the Rings movies. And no idea. Is the, is Whitney the smoking glue guns? Yes, yes. But Whitney is stellar username, by the way. Amazing. She's a dice maker. She's a dice maker. Whitney, um, here's the thing. Even in the extended editions, Bill the Pony is a minor footnote. I mean, in yeah. all honesty, Bill the Pony is... Kind of a footnote in the books. <laughs> that but is true. He is the that most is very true. He is actually, dare I say, a hoof note. Oh, that's our show, folks. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> Thank out. Thank you for you coming in stream. <laughs> Thank you. Tip the waitresses, please. Make sure you're okay. Um, um, yes, there is a pony, and he is the most majestic in the land. As you yes. are going, honestly, 
This is the best place you could have come to to learn about Billiam the Pony. You're in the right place. Um, so yeah, he's a very skinny, malnourished boy. Now, Frodo's first reaction to hearing that, like, oh yeah, there's this guy, he's gonna sell you this pony. His first reaction is, surely this is some kind of a trick. And the pony is just loyal to the owner, and he's just the owner is just gonna like, you know, we're gonna sell the pony. Wait, no. We're going to give them all of our money and then the pony is going to bolt back to build the fernie and go back to his owner. And Barlaman is like, no, I'm pretty sure uh, this pony would be better off on your trek across uh, Middle Earth than How with this bad guy. Of a person. How bad of a person do you have to be to have Aragorn oh, say, that's, yeah, I think that this previous owner is worse than Nazgul. And yeah. Yeah. Nine Nazgul or a fascist. And Aragorn says, let's go face the Nazgul. I'm yes. not dealing with the fascist. Do you? Oh, there's so many layers to this. Yeah. So many layers to this. Um, And so we do find out that Bill the Pony is very loyal to the hobbits because of that. He does not bolt. He does not come back to Bill the Fernie. Bill the Fernie. It's like, it's like that one TikTok sound. Hey, remember that time you showed me an ounce of attention and affection? Well, I love you. You're never getting rid of me now. Yes. So um, then they're on their way out of town. And um, everyone's kind of turning out to watch because they're like, this is the most exciting thing to hit Bree since those Black Riders came through here last night. Um, So they're watching everyone leave. Bill Fernie is... um watching them kind of like skulking in the background over the hedge another man was staring boldly he had heavy black brows and dark scornful eyes his large mouth curled in a sneer he was smoking a short black pipe um and then he makes fun of strider for his nicknames um and strider's like very cool reaction it just says strider nodded but did not answer so he's like i'm not bothered with you and then he and then Bill Fernie says, um, and you, Sammy, don't go ill treating my poor old pony. Sam turned quickly. And you, Fernie, he said, put your ugly face out of sight or it will get hurt. And it does. And it does. And it does. With a sudden flick, quick as lightning, an apple ah. left his hand and hit <laughs> Bill square on the nose. He ducked too late and curses came from behind the hedge. Waste of a good apple, said Sam regretfully and strode on. Samwise, other fucking Gamgee, man. <laughs> and like, it's a big deal for a hobbit to use food as a weapon. As he said, waste of a good apple. So. The, the absolute smoke that Bill was asking for that Samwise delivered in that moment. Iconic. Truly an iconic moment. You know what? If anything, everybody complains about there being so many things left out of the Peter Jackson movies from the books. I'm mad we didn't get that. Just to let us all know that Samwise had that dog in him. So uh, they continue on their journey. Um, there's not much. Um, isn't this an amazing piece of art? This is by the lovely artist Turquoise Sky on DeviantArt. So shout out amazing. to all the artists doing the Lord's work out there. I don't think there's much mentioned uh, of Bill between like here and Rivendell. But... 
you know, just keep in mind that like all the drama that's going down and Bill the Pony's just there. So yeah, they they you know they the gang gets to Rivendell, and this is actually the best time in Bill's life. They decide that they're going to take Bill the Pony with them, and it says that stay in Rivendell had worked a great wonder of change on him. He was glossy and seemed to have the vigor of youth. It was Sam who had insisted on choosing him, declaring that Bill, as he called him, called him, would pine if he did not come. So here we learn. Here I believe is the first mention of his name, Bill the Pony, um, that Sam named him, and then uh, Sam says. That animal can nearly talk and would talk if he stayed here much longer. He gave me a good look as plain as Mr. Pippin could speak it. If you don't let me go with you, Sam, I'll follow on my own. So Bill was going as the beast of burden, yet he was the only member of the company that did not seem depressed. So here we see that Bill the Pony has a keen sense of adventure. He's excited for this when everyone else is dreading it. He's like, this is the most amazing time in my life. I liken it to maybe this is too severe. And I'm remembering that we're in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> there is a person, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who uh, was abused uh, by her mother, a, case, a very severe case of Munchausen by proxy. It's this very oh, infamous yeah. true crime story. Yeah. And uh, she uh, was in jail. I believe she was recently released. Um, okay in jail for the murder of her mother but she was so like medically abused that she gained weight in prison and became healthier in prison which is a testament to like what it was what her life was like before jeez so So, i'm sorry gypsy rose if you happen to be listening or watching that i'm comparing your um very difficult life to uh bill the pony but that's how severe his abuse was, is that on this journey, he now has a new sense of life and purpose within him. Wow. That is a glow up. I love that. Okay. Okay. This I know that was very intense. That was very intense. Amazing. <laughs> this is, I I don't know what I expected when I hopped onto this Zoom call. <laughs> that's what they I all say. I didn't expect this, but I'm so... I'm so glad I'm here for this. Um, but anyway, yeah, our Bill the Pony is very excited by this journey in which, remind you, um, he has been chased by ringwraiths. Mm-hmm. He has dragged up the Misty Mountains mm-hmm. and he's carrying everyone's gear. And this mm-hmm. is the best time of his life. Keep in mind, he has to go back down the mountain again, which is arguably the more dangerous way to go to travel on a mountain. More people die on the descent of Everest than going up. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, yeah. I just think it's crazy that people are like, this mountain that kills people, let me climb it. ADHD? Um, no, I think that's more like a superiority complex of being like, I can defeat this mountain. <laughs> no one Porque else no can. Los dos. Yeah. yeah, they're on their way. Um, and as they're realizing that they're going to have to cross through Moria, there's a very sad realization in the group. But at any case, we cannot take the poor beast into the mine, said Gandalf. The road under the mountains is a dark road, and there are places narrow and steep which he cannot tread, even if we can. Poor old Bill, said Frodo. I had not thought of that. And poor Sam. I wonder what he will say. I am sorry, said Gandalf. Poor Bill has been a useful companion, and it goes to my heart to turn him adrift now. I would have traveled lighter and brought no animal, least of all the one that Sam is fond of, if I had my way. 
I feared all along we should be obliged to take this road. So uh, we have found out that unfortunately Moria is not pony friendly. Yeah, it's mostly steps and horses can go up and down steps. I did just Google that. So <laughs> it's cows that fact. can't go down steps. That's correct. Um, but but horses, I uh, from what I have read over the last 30 seconds on Google, it's more like a ha, 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 or they just, just view it as a jump and try and parkour it to the other side of the. Also, staircase. I just like, you know, like they're in Moria and like the number one thing is like, be quiet. Don't make a sound. And, and can you just met the clip clop clip clop like echoing in the dark like. <laughs> The Balrog is like, what is that loud what noise? I need to stay hidden. Actually, you bring Bill the Pony in to ward you, off the Balrog. You tell me that the Balrog wouldn't hear the hoofs of that beast, Bill the Pony, and go, oh, absolutely not. I am staying I'm down out of here. here. Let you go. You pass. But then you actually, that would mean Gandalf doesn't become Gandalf the White, which could theoretically throw off the entire course of Lord of the Rings and that the ring is therefore never destroyed. So Bill the Pony is too strong for his own good and he it is not his mission to defeat or deter the Balrog. Pretty sure you just described Tom Bombadil as well. So. <laughs> he is too powerful. Tom Bombadil and Bill the Pony are one and the same. I actually think Tom Bombadil is just like, I mean, I mean Bill the Pony is Tom Bombadil in a horse form. In a pony form. Good night, everyone. That's <laughs> I'm done. Okay, well, I'll just do this presentation Mary, by myself, like I said. So anyway, how are we all you doing out there? <laughs> you can't just drop that on me. I broke down. Yeah, I'm really you good at dropping these absolutely insane theories that just seem just to short circuit the, on. The, the audacity you have to just suggest... Because because it's so dumb. It Strange might charm be in true. chat said it's not said uh, Moria is not wizard friendly either. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. Hashtag too oh. soon. Okay. Well, um, this is amazing. This is yeah. This is incredible. Let's so, keep going. Uh, uh, unfortunately, this does lead to a very upsetting, sad goodbye, um, oh. where Sam is realizing they have to leave Bill the Pony. Um, behind. Or is it a sad goodbye? <laughs> so he's very upset and he's mad at Gandalf and he said, it'd be nothing short of murder to turn him loose with all these wolves about. It will be short of murder, I hope, said Gandalf. He laid his hand on the pony's head and spoke in a low voice. Go with words of guard and guiding on you, he said. You are a wise beast and have learned much in Rivendell. <laughs> I'm cracking up. God, okay, anyway. Make your ways to places where you can find grass and come in time to Elrond's house or wherever you wish to go. This is like for anyone who grew up in the church, when you go up to get communion and you haven't done communion yet. And so you cross your hands over your chest and then like the priest like blesses you. That's what this feels like. This has that same energy. Um, second, I love you have learned much in Rivendell. <laughs> What has this pony learned? I just cut to Bill the Pony in like Elrond's library with like these ancient tomes on a desk in front of him. You ready for that? You ready for another Nickelodeon 90s cartoon reference? Please, yeah. 
Do you remember that episode of SpongeBob where SpongeBob dreams that Gary is smart and he's like yes! wearing a coat and in the library and like there once was a man from Peru who dreamed he was eating his shoe and I'm just imagining Bill the Pony in like some sort of smoking jacket with a mm -hmm. drink and a pipe just like mm, yes the history of Gondolin first age written by Glorfind oh it, well great book dude that's it that's it. <laughs> oh yeah excellent so this this is something that i did not pick up on in my first read that gandalf like gives him a blessing um yeah. i guess like with this chapter this is happening um in the chapter where they're like in front of the gate they're doing the whole speak friend and enter thing the watcher in the water comes out so like there's a whole lot of other stuff happening so this was not something that i picked up on when i was reading it but in hindsight this is the most beautiful thing that I think Tolkien could have written that he was like, I gotta, I have to bless Bill the Pony. Mm -hmm. I have to, it's a requirement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bless me, Gandalf, for I have sinned. Sorry, that was- um, <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's oh, man. go with words of guard and guiding on you, yeah. which is okay. That's basically just like- <laughs> A shield, bless you. It's basically just like a, a good shield hey, spell. Sure. Bless you don't you. have to bless me again. Okay, there we go. Okay, well, next time you sneeze, I'll yell out something else. You can yell out, fuck you. That works too. Anyway, sorry. We were filming a podcast, I think. So the so so Bill the Pony go, goes off. And then um, we, thank goodness, do see him again later on. So uh, at the end of Return of the King, what are you laughing at? Sorry, what? I'm just. This is a very about... serious podcast. <laughs> you know how Tolkien left a lot of things as like loose ends. Like, actually, just... famously, no, he didn't, because this no, is he... an example of that where he was like, I, I have to make sure that people know what happened to the pony. Yes, yes, but but there are still you can read the entirety of Tolkien's Legendarium beyond the trilogy, The Hobbit, The Silmarillion, and still have some questions unanswered. Who is Tom Bombadil? Hmm? What type of creature is Goldberry? Hmm? Why didn't they just take the eagles to Mordor? All of these unanswerable questions, you know what I mean? But yet he devotes an entire couple of paragraphs to the idea of Bill the Pony just being reunited, okay? He could have told us about Gandalf and Tom Bombadil's conversation at the end of Return of the King, but instead we get a couple paragraphs worth of, oh, remember that horse from a couple years ago when you read that book? He's back. Do you remember him? <laughs> Probably not. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I remembered. I remembered. Um, I won't. Doesn't my, count. You're a horse girl. Whether my by journal. Proxy or... Um, I'm actually not. I'm actually. There's a very good chance I'm actually allergic to horses. Um, because my mother is well, allergic to horses. I'm so. sorry. Hang on. Okay. What? I went through so many emotions in such a short period. But that of time. I'm not. Although I will say, the first American Girl doll that I owned was Felicity, who is oh, the yeah. horse girl of the American Girl dolls. Yes. Um, this is not the first time that I've talked about the American Girl doll universe this week. Have we talked about this before previously? Probably. I, I talk about the American Shay Girl dolls a lot. 
<laughs> Shailene Woodley was. Did you see the the uh, movie? Oh the heck, movie? of course, of course, yeah. I saw. I was literally, I was just talking on a different podcast recording about how insane it was that the Kit Kittridge American Girl doll movie had like Joan Cusack, Stanley Tucci, Jane Krakowski, mm-hmm. like a star-studded mm-hmm. cast. <laughs> the the dad from uh, Superman, the dad from uh, the Smallville Superman show. He's a yeah. little less known than me, to, to me for that one. Oh, well, I... I yeah, yeah, everyone in the in the chat, uh, sound off. What what American Girl doll did you all have? God, I think my sister had a lot of them. There was there was Kit, the, the millennial one. There was Felicity. There was Samantha. Anna-Sophia yeah. Robb, the first Samantha, American Girl bitch. movie. Samantha, that bitch. It's supposed to be, but but like, it's like, it not not like that bit, like, like, oh, that bit, like, that bitch Samantha. Oh, it's it's a good it's a good use. I guess it, yeah, hers is kind of because her her problem is that she's an orphan uh, with okay. a rich grandma. Okay. And uh, Addie's problem is that she was previously a slave. So like dang. potato potato. No, no, very much not that at <laughs> like, all it is very much potato slavery i They're would say different like the ranking uh like like of of problems that they all encountered like molly molly mm-hmm. was cranky because they took in a girl from england whose house was bombed this is set hers was world yeah, war ii that's and right, she was that's like right, upset right. about that it has occurred to me now and i'm seeing it in the twitch chat some of the people watching us are not American, so I will very briefly say American girl dolls were the they're uh they're they're their toys, they're, they're dolls, they're baby dolls, but they are the I was gonna make some sort of snide remark as like they are the conservatives' answer to liberals' Barbie dolls of the early 2000s uh to promote I don't know audience. because I, I feel like American girl doll is all about like empowering young girls. Was it also not potentially a tool for american propaganda i don't I mean probably like- potentially yeah so the whole thing about the american girl dolls is that they um there's like an og lineup where there are certain dolls that have a story mm-hmm. uh they're like a, his- a part in history um they have like a historical like historical fiction essentially oh 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 so the the aspect their 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 hook is there's books that are history books yes and, and so there okay, so there's okay. Addie who was in who I'm pretty sure her first book is about her like escaping slavery so like that is like on a whole other level of insanity yeah. um there's like Kirsten they- who immigrated from Holland hers is like in the night in the eight late in like the 1890s, early 1900s, uh-huh. I specifically remember that her friend Marta, this is in like the first chapter in her first book, spoilers. wild. Her friend Marta dies of cholera on the boat over to America in the that first chapter. That happens a lot. That happened a lot in real life. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> um, like, Samantha's hey, was about... Samantha was like in the nineteen tens. Right? Yeah. I honestly Great Depression d- factories, no, economic hardship. Kit Kittredge. Kit was the Great Depression doll. 
And Molly was Molly was the World War II doll. Felicity was the American Revolution War. doll. She yeah. lived in Williamsburg, um, which How I just point out because I live in Virginia. <laughs> because oh, I I my I was a young girl in the nineties and two thousands. Um, I had an older sister. I very luckily had um, affluent parents at that time. Um, and we got American Girl dolls for Christmas, I think, like several years in a row. We would like right each on. get an American Girl doll. Yeah. Right on. Um, but this is not about the American Girl dolls. Um, Welcome to Obscure American Girl doll facts. This I'm is about. Not um, this is about uh, Build a Pony. This is about, I was trying to be like, this we is about our favorite back. American I, girl doll, Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> oh, oh, no. This is a story about everyone's favorite all-American Samwise Gamgee, who, who is historically not American and would be very anti-most of America in terms of politics, yeah. social structure, yeah. capitalism, foreign policy. So... So um, anti-America. Yeah. Actually. Anyway, uh, sp speaking of Samwise Gamgee, here yes, is exclusive footage from a deleted scene where Sam and Bill the Pony are reunited. What? Shadow! Oh, Peter. I worried about you so. Um, it's actually, uh, the ending of the movie Homeward Bound because the chapter, the name of the chapter that they are reunited is literally called Homeward Bound. Oh my God. That's such a deep cut. I'm so happy right now. For anyone in the chat, uh, who wasn't traumatized as a child, this is a movie in which a family moves and their three pets get lost oh and find their way back home. And the end... <laughs> The ending is like the animals finding their way back to the children and Shadow is the name of the golden retriever. He's happening? like, Peter, my boy. Oh, how I missed you so. And um, it, it's uh, if you want to ugly cry. Oh, it's they go on vacation. Oh, I thought it was that they moved or something. I couldn't remember. This it's is been a while. such a deep cut. It's been a while since I've this watched that because such a deep cut. I've not watched it it's purposefully. Your title, you included. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's called Homeward Bound. That was my very first. I you thought. had you had. This is the best joke you've told all night, and you've told so many good jokes. Cool, tonight. I'll go home. This is the best I'm gonna do. This, no, <laughs> in no, the stream please here. keep going because everyone is better than the next. Please, um, so, so yeah, incredible. it's literally called Homeward Bound, the chapter in which they find out. So, everything has happened, right? The hobbits are on their way home, they stop and breathe, they stop in, in the prancing pony and talk to Barlamin. He tells the, the hobbits um, something like, uh, if you recollect Bill Fernie and the horse thieving, his pony, as you bought, well, it's here. Come back all of itself, it did. But where it had been to you, no better than me. It was, a sh it was as shaggy as an old dog and as lean as a clothes rail, but it was alive. Nobs looking after it. What? My bill? cried Sam. Well, I was born lucky. Can you imagine? Samwise Gamgee just came back from Mordor alive. And he says, I was born lucky after finding out that Bill the Pony came back and is alive. Um, whatever. Uh, I was born lucky, whatever my gaffer may say. There's another wish come true. Where is he? Sam would not go to bed until he had visited Bill in his stable. So this is when... 
I want Lord of the Rings one and a half, which is Lord of the Rings told from the perspective of Bill the Pony. Because like the Timon and Boomba, yes, King. precisely, precisely. Which is based off of, by the way, uh, if you don't know, so the Lion, so, no, what's the name? Yeah, the Lion King is based off of Hamlet. Lion King one and a half is actually based off of a play called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Oh, which Lord of the Rings connection, Billy Boyd and Dominic yeah. Monaghan are starring in a production of that. I'm pretty sure this coming up January, or maybe it yeah. was this past January, in, like somewhere in, in Canada. Canada. And I literally looked up like where this is, how to get to, how to get there. It was very expensive. It's never going to happen. Oh, this is <laughs> um, amazing. And uh, so I think we could call Lord of the Rings one and a half. Um, <laughs> we could also call it like Bill the Pony is alive instead of like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, oh. you know, something like that. Because like the last we see of Bill the Pony, he's released outside of Moria and then all this shit happens. <laughs> wandering around on his on his own and you know as um uh what's his face barlaman says he's skinny as a rail looking malnourished not looking good but he was alive so bill the pony becomes a noble steed at last they leave brie with bill the pony now remember this guy bill fernie and we learn that um bill fernie is a shill because saruman comes to town and it's like, I'm going to take over. And Bill Fern is like, dope, I can get on board with that. <laughs> um, and he becomes one of the ruffians that, side note, if you've only ever watched the movies, this is a whole side plot <laughs> that Peter Jackson was like, it's hour three. We don't have time for that. Where the hobbits come back to the Shire and like everything is fucked up because Saruman came in and took over the Shire. Um, and they like lead this whole revolution. This sounds like I like absolute fan fiction. That, like it, it sounds so nonsensical, like out of the context of the films to be like, yeah, yeah, the hobbits come home and lead a revolution. They did skip that part in the movie. And yeah. I, I get why they didn't. But I wish they had. Anyway. The biggest question I had going into the movies was how the hell are they going to adapt the scouring of the Shire? Because when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, this is so lovely. Like we're winding things down. And then I was like, yeah. just kidding. We have another side plot. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, we didn't yeah. need this. Um, it's, but Tolkien it's the side quest. Tolkien wanted this theme, this idea that like um, that, like because it was very true to his life that like. He didn't go to war and come home and everything was fine and dandy and untouched. The the hobbits in the movies come home and like life goes on, everything's it's as if it's as if the war never happened, but that's just not true to life and that's what Tolkien wrote is that like you come home and this bubble that you thought was safe has been, you know, touched by like the evils of the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they encounter Bill Fernie trying to go back into the Shire. And Merry and Pippin, who are wearing their, like, Rohan and Gondor gear, they're, like, a foot taller than all the other hobbits now because they drink the Int draft, um, kind of, like, run him off. Um, and oh, then bye. the absolute best thing happens. So Bill Fernie... So, actually, it's very funny because they go up to the gate and they're like, Bill Fernie, you give us that key now. And then he, like, opens the door to the gate and then, like, he goes to, like, give them the key. And then he does the thing where, like, he throws it and then runs in the opposite direction. 
the John Mulaney second wallet bit, but oh, yes, know, that's effective. good. See, I was going to go with that bit from Parks and Rec where Leslie and Ben are having a fight. And then she's oh, like, yeah. oh, really? Why? Like you want And he's like, you want to know why? Well, because and then he just that's... runs in the opposite direction. So, uh, yeah, he runs off. As he passed the ponies, one of them let fly with his heels and just caught him as he ran. He went off into the night. He went off with a yelp and was never heard of again. Yeah. Neat work, Bill, said P- Sam, meaning the pony. <laughs> and this is such a wonderful bookend moment, like father, like son, where Sam, Sam's first interaction with Bill Fernie is throwing the apple at him. And then their last interaction with Bill Fernie is Bill kicking him in the head. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that karma so is my pony? Karma, what's what's that, Taylor? Karma is the pony in karma the Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. That's Chiefs, all I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think of lyrics for five minutes and then we'll... Uh, yeah, like we'll 20 minutes later, up. Don will yeah, chime in yeah. and I'll be like, cool, so you weren't paying attention at all to the last 20 minutes. I can multitask. I've been in live <laughs> chat this whole time. Let's keep going. Everyone has one final journey together. Frodo and Sam, as well as... Well, it's probably not their final journey because they do have to go back to the Shire. But when Frodo goes to the Grey Havens, Sam rides with him on bill the pony is that not the most beautiful thing you've ever heard in your life mm. beautiful brings a um, tear to my own now we don't know when bill the pony sadly passes um it is not noted in the appendices therefore we can assume that bill the pony lives forever and is immortal because you were gonna do so that. many things are noted in the appendices but not bill the pony's death so oh my god, if you're Tolkien right. didn't mention it. Oh my god. He did not right. die. This is outstanding. This is the strongest piece of investigative journalism I've ever How seen. How long have we been I going? Don't, I don't <laughs> we've been going an hour and 15 minutes, and it's not enough. I need triple this. So um now we're gonna get into some fun stuff, which is all the different ways that Bill the Pony has been adapted. Here's another lovely piece of art by um Dejon Delic on Deviant Art. Again, I love all the different styles that people have. Um, beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, um, I have some problems with one <laughs> ah! Ralph Bakshi. I was wondering if this is gonna come up. So for those of you that don't know. There was a production, there's a movie of Lord of the Rings that was released in the 1970s, and it was rotoscoped, it was created by this man named Ralph Bakshi, and it ends at the Battle of Helm's Deep, and like, that's how it ends. Ralph Bakshi was on mounds of cocaine when they made this movie, mountains of cocaine, and you can tell. It does, however- Mary Clay, Mary What? This is true. This is real life. (laughs) Okay. What? What is your rebuttal to that? It was the 70s. How can you not like watch Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings and tell me that man was not on cocaine when he made this? In good conscience? I can't. Never mind. Keep going. Hey, I want to look up. There's uh, someone on YouTube who did like a really cool series all about like Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. It's by, oh, it's by Folding Ideas. So if you're ever curious. I love Folding Ideas. It's called An Exhaustive History of Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. Very cool video. And I'm pretty sure he also says that Ralph Bakshi was doing mountains of cocaine when they made this movie. So um, Bill the Pony does appear in this. However, he 
is eaten by the Watcher in the water. Yeah. They are, the, the Fellowship is outside Moria. They get in and the Watcher starts creeping its little tentacles out of the water. Everyone starts running in and then Bill turns to look at the tentacles. And that's the last shot we see of him. And then we cut to the Fellowship running into Moria and you hear Sam go, poor old Bill. <laughs> Poor old Bill. Poor old Bill. It is, I mean, you don't, I, I mean, I guess he could have escaped potentially. We'll never know because Ralph Bakshi stopped at two towers. Um, we never saw if he somehow escaped the Watcher. For the record, what I'm about to say is a joke. For all of you people that complain about rings of power, where were you when Ralph Bakshi had the audacity to kill Bill, the, Bill the, pony. the Pony. Where were your tweets? Where were your 45-minute-long YouTube rants when this man on a mountain of cocaine, I think, probably, almost assuredly, killed Bill the Pony? It's mm. absolutely awful. 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 So, but oh. thankfully, that's like the worst of it. That's the worst of it. We're going to get it. But I, I again, wh what the fuck is your problem, Ralph Bakshi? You killed an innocent pony. You did. Um, although you did. this does track back to The Hobbit, where Tolkien writes in a detail when they like go into the mountains, and it's like, and I'm very sad to say that the hob that the dwarves never saw those poor old ponies again. For the goblins have a taste for ponies, and I'm like, oh, Tolkien, yeah. you didn't have to write that. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> I, I, yes, I now hashtag to... justice for Bill. Absolutely, hashtag, let's get a trending. hashtag justice for Bakshi's Bill. Um, so, um, okay. I believe oh, this is from the magic, the gathering set, but I don't have, uh, okay, cool. That's why I put, I think, cause I wasn't sure if it was just like fan art, but this is such a majestic, beautiful picture. Are you kidding me? This so is fucking the, cute. If I may, um, you know, the Disney movie Tarzan and how people like to say, you know, Phil Collins didn't need to go so hard on this soundtrack. I think Christina Krauss didn't need to go so hard on the artwork for Bill the Pony, but oh my goodness, she did. Did um this... did she do like all of the art or was it different artists? No, no, no. It was many different artists, but okay. you'll see in the bottom left-hand corner of the card. Uh, yes, a this one was by, is by symbol. Christina Krauss, but I, I would say in general, the Magic the Gathering artists did not have to go that hard. No, but they did um okay what comes next oh that's right okay great i love surprising myself about what's in my own powerpoint um so obviously finally we come to um this adaptation uh that we're all most familiar with which is peter jackson's trilogy the fellowship of the ring um the horses in fellowship of the ring were shane a palomino quarter horse who is actually a normal sized horse um not a pony but as like many things with the filming, they had a larger horse in order to make the hobbits look smaller. Um, so I imagine that's what this was. Cause like, it's really funny. Cause like when you look at the proportions of like these horses in these shots, like that's very it's obviously wild. not a pony. That's a horse. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a whole thing, but you know, it's, it's, it's kind of what they had to use. I don't yeah. necessarily mind that the fact that they cut all of Bill's iconic moments from the movie just sort of, Terrible. doesn't lend itself yeah. um there was also there was a pony that was used a shetland pony named rastus um so they did also have a pony in the mix as well as 
stunt actors, which was a revelation. I don't know if you saw this TikTok, Don, but um, I would say a lot oh. of people on on TikTok, me included, learned oh. this year that there were stunt actors who did some of the shots for Bill the Pony. When that when that video came out, I woke up to 250 tags the morning after that video came out. Which which just goes to show how extensive like the behind the scenes extras are mm-hmm. that like more like people will post stuff and and no one will know anything about it and be like, oh, my God. Or like it, even if you did know about it, you've forgotten about it because yes. there's so much like lore with just the creation of these movies. So, um, yeah, what, because like, obviously, like once you realize once, like, once I say this, everyone's gonna be like, well, duh, of course they cannot helicopter a pony up the mountains of New Zealand. So obviously there had to be two people in a horse costume for some of the shots. Like they can't like even, um, uh, Sean, uh, even seen Bean didn't want to be helicoptered if, if up you can't get sean bean yeah who you are paying a ridiculous amount of money to helicopter up a mountain and instead he walks there's no way you're getting a pony there i'm sorry no yeah so um there were stunt actors use katrina talbot was the back end and then um i could not find her full name or professional name but the tiktok name uh, as we'll get into in a minute, um, Bex Fitz was the front end of Bill the Pony. Um, and yeah, a lot of this came out recently in this like one TikTok of like behind the scenes stuff um, where they were filming and it, it's literally two people, two people in a horse costume, two people hey, in oh, a horse costume. You ready for this? You ready for this? Bex Fitz might be an uh, accredited background actor rebecca yes rebecca fitzgerald, fitzgerald. yes i go. looked that up but i could go. not confirm if that was the same person i was like it's probably likely seconds. it's likely um so yeah here are some like behind the scenes shots with them in the little and then this is the more terrifying part it's just like the carcass of of bill the pony lying in the snow yeah um the costume horrifying yes horrifying so and this is where it gets really exciting because, and by really exciting, I mean anticlimactic. Um, I like stitched this behind the scenes video because as you all can tell by now, I obviously love Bill the Pony. Yes. Um, he means a lot to me. I love him. I respect him. So I was amazed in all the best ways to find out that there there were stunt actors to talk to. Like this Absolutely was like wild. it like. I don't think I, I'm pretty sure all of the horses involved in the filming are dead by now. Um, I'm very sad to break that news to everyone, but oh, it has yeah, been. Yeah, because it's probably been. It's been 25 plus years. Yeah. So these yeah. horses are long gone. I know Vigo's horse uh, recently passed a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, just a quick pivot. I did confirm it is Rebecca. Rebecca Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Okay, great. Back. Thank yes. you for that confirmation. Yes. I'm, I didn't get this nickname for no reason. I mean, yeah. I pre- <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, so sorry. I made this stitch and I was like, that's incredible. These people are my heroes. This is incredible news. And then um, and then Bex replied and said, that's me. I was the front end of Bill the Pony. Wait, wait, wait. And wait, what? I 
So here, here's the very like kind of like anticlimactic sad news, which is that I tried very hard to get in like consistent communication with Bex um, or Rebecca. Um, and my ultimate goal was to have her be a guest. I'm sorry, Don. I hate to tell you my ultimate That's goal okay. is that she would have been the guest for this episode. I, I will gladly take a backseat to that woman. But the, this. So this was like months ago and I will say most of the communication issues were absolutely my fault because I am terrible at checking messages and some of her comments and her messages were going into like my requests. And so I wasn't seeing it, but we had, we exchanged multiple conversations where I I was like, I, in, in this video, I like replied to the comment and was like, please do not be joking. Please do not be like trolling me. Please be real. Um, and she was like, yeah, absolutely. I have all these pictures to send you from like behind the scenes. Like, here's my, you know, like, let, let's talk. And she messaged me. And then this is where like, I fell off the communication end because it okay. went into my requests and I didn't oh, see it. Okay. Yeah. No, I've and I opened it like too. months later and was like, yeah. oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm just now seeing this. She said that yeah. she had sent me a bunch of like behind the scenes pictures that she had on Instagram. Okay. Um, I think Instagram, once it's in your requests for a while, it like automatically deletes them because I didn't mm-hmm. have it. And I was like, I understand how annoying it might be to send me those again. But if you want to, here's my email address. Like, I would love to continue connecting about this. And unfortunately, she never replied. But again, this was like months after she originally like reached out. So that's so wild that she's just out there as a per- like, obviously, I know. Yeah abstractly that she exists as a person but like that's so wild. someone can say and if you look at the page for katrina talbot um she does credit like i was um i was the horse's i, I was the horse's arse, the, horse. <laughs> the horse's ass in lord of the rings which i think is if i if i was the back end of bill the pony that would be at the top of my resume you know this is absolutely incredible i'm so happy i'm here right now you know that does um bring us to the end of our lesson today about bill the pony um and so in conclusion uh i think we can all agree that bill the pony is first and foremost a brave boy Mm. he is loyal he is Mm. optimistic Mm. he is tenacious Mm. and he is adventurous Um, so I just thank you all so much for joining me tonight. Thank you for coming to my bill talk. Oh my God. You have to, whatever video platform you put this on, you have to cut right there because that is perfect. That is again. Can you tell I made this last night in a fury of like, oh my God, this is brilliant. It's the kind of thing, it's not dissimilar to the energy that some of us might have had in college, where it's like, it's late the night before you have to do a presentation. And you're like, you know what? Any ideas go. <laughs> Anything okay. goes. Wait, wait. wait. And Very then the quick. next morning you print out your essay and you go to hand it in and you're like, oh, no, maybe this is a mistake. Can we, can we make this the first inaugural 
still talk and then we just make this like some sort of recurring series where someone has to make a power this is great um see here's the thing it's really funny because i made this and i was like uh, how am i gonna fill at least an hour talking about bill the pony it's an hour and a half later granted i think we we started like maybe 20 minutes in um I was like, there's more that I could go into because I was like, I can go into the history of of, of shadow facts. And my favorite, my favorite obscure fact, Lord of the Rings fact, is that, you know, those moments when um, Frodo was in the Shire wondering where Gandalf was and they're being chased by black riders they're feeling abandoned where is gandalf cut to gandalf in a field stalking shadowfax and taming him for two full days yeah yeah there's a lot of nuance that's left out of the movies and when you read the books for the first time you're like at face value gandalf it really feels like you should have gotten another horse. Wait, you you know you know when Frodo wakes up in Rivendell and he goes, "Where were you?" And then Gandalf has like a flashback to like you know being captured by Saruman, and then he goes, "I was delayed." The part that was left out was him spending two days fucking around in a field trying to get shadow facts. Yeah, uh, that's a hundred percent what it is. So, um, thank you for coming to my Bill talk. I want to be invited back for all of these don done um uh most of the people here are from you but for the people who don't know who you are yeah um where can the good people find you on the internet hi everybody i'm don marshall i'm known online as the obscure lord of the rings facts guy mary has been kind enough to invite me on this podcast several times and i've had an absolute blast every time i will say this is our best work together so far I, I think so. I, I don't think we can do any better. I feel, I, I feel like we could push the envelope a little bit, but you are really, uh, if the quality uh, has risen every time, and it has, I cannot wait to see what you do in the future. Before we get going, I just want to give a huge shout out to all the people who are listening to these very silly, stupid episodes. Thank you so much for coming along on this journey with me, for going with the flow with Drunk Middle Earth History. It was very much unplanned for me to do this very much figuring out as I went along but hey I think I ended up being fun it was a it was a silly fun way to fill this kind of creative void that happened because of the strikes so I'm glad that it happened that I got a chance to continue connecting with my audience and continue connecting with other creators now I don't know if you caught it but at the beginning of this thing I said that the launch date for Skywalk Before You Run is January 9th That's super exciting. I've already recorded a couple episodes and I'm having a blast. I've watched A New Hope by now and I'm excited for you guys to come along on this next journey with me. So again, Skywalk Before You Run will be launching on January 9th. Make sure to follow on social media at Tolkien About Pod. Nope, that's the old one. Make sure to follow it at Skywalk Before You Run on Instagram. Well, um, this has been... Honestly, such a magnificent time. Um, I can't think of a better way to close out um, this chapter of That's What I'm Talking About than with this magnificent event. Um, And hopefully uh, things will go according to plan this time. 
and uh, I will actually get to end this podcast to do my other podcast. Um, but uh, I look forward to, um, I, I, I don't know, I do, I do want to do more silly live events like this. So yeah, follow, uh, follow on social media at Tolkien about pod or at Skywalk before you run to um, stay up to date on all that info. Um, do you have any uh, parting words for, for the viewers and the listeners, Don? Can I sing you the karma version that I've been writing for the last 20 <laughs> minutes about Bill the Pony? I was hoping you would. A la Taylor Swift lyrics. <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to do the high-pitched voice. I'm just going to read you the lyrics in a sing-songy Broadway style. Um, so we're going to pick up uh, around the chorus. Because karma is my pony. Karma is a god. Karma lets his mane bla- blow free on the weekends. Karma's a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious that for you it's not? He's sweet like honey. Karma is a horse sitting on my porch because he loves me. Flexing like a goddamn acrobat. Me and Bill vibe like that. And that's what I'm talking about. <laughs>